0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on forgiveness with this message entitled Forgiveness, the Forgiven Forgives, preached August 30, 2009. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. We in this church worship and obey the triune God. Father Son and the Holy Spirit We therefore obey God's word Which is infallible and inerrant. We confess Jesus Christ as Lord And so we are his blessed slaves As the Lord's slaves we experience great freedom To obey God and resist Satan, sin, and the world. We forgive others because God has forgiven our infinite sin. Forgiven forgives. And I'm speaking this because I have met with people. Who profess to be Christians and having serious difficulty in forgiving his brother. What is the basis on which we forgive and we are forgiven? The faith basis is Jesus Christ is our atoning sacrifice. First John 2 and verse 2. He is the atoning sacrifice. For our sins. And not only for ours. But also for the sins. Of the whole world. That's the reason. That somebody else. The eternal son. Became man. Lived a sinless life. And he died on the cross. For my sins. That's Christianity. If you have. Difficulty forgiving your brother who sinned against you. He asked your forgiveness. If you refuse to forgive, then you are not a Christian. Not my statement. Professor Gersner said so. If you cannot forgive your brother, your sister who sinned against you and asked forgiveness, and you refuse to forgive, then it shows you are not a Christian serious issue friends 1st John 4 verse 10 this is love not that we loved God but he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins you cannot look at the cross and refuse to forgive those who sinned against you who asked your forgiveness Romans 4 verse 25 he was delivered over to death for our sins to deal with our sins and was raised to life for our justification 1st Corinthians fifteen three. for what I received I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures in first Peter 1 18 and 19 for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers but with the precious blood of Christ a lamb without blemish or defect that's the basis secondly friends God forgave our infinite sin because we sinned against infinite God and so our sin is infinite and Jesus gave this parable in Matthew 18, 24 through 27 as he began the settlement a man who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him That symbolizes the infinite sin we have committed against God and his majesty. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me. He begged and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him. Cancel their debt. And let him go. That is speaking about our justification. God has forgiven. Our infinite sin. Past, present, future. When Christ saved us. And he also forgives us daily. I said last Sunday night. You come to God, ask God's forgiveness, and he will not tell you that forgiveness all ran out. You used it all up. It is infinite, sir. How dare you that you don't forgive the brother who sinned against you and asked your forgiveness. Such holiness I don't like. Superior to everybody. Holier than thou. Nobody is holier than anybody. Number three, God commands that we forgive our brothers and sisters in Christ. He commands it, And you said you are a Christian. You said Jesus Christ is Lord. You said you will obey God and his word. And so said I. And it is time that we practiced it. Matthew 6 14 and 15 but if you forgive men when they sin against you your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive men their sins your heavenly father will not forgive your sins you are commanded I am commanded sir Mark 11 and verse 25 and when you stand praying if you hold anything against anyone. Anything against anyone. Big sin, small sin doesn't matter. Anyone. Specifically in the church. Forgive him so that your heavenly father may forgive your sins it's not a suggestion sir it's a command by the eternal God and if you don't forgive he will deal with you and I'll tell you about it and this is Luke 17 beginning with verse 3 so watch yourselves if your brother sins rebuke him and if he repents forgive him if he sins against you seven times in a day That is inconceivable. But he is citing an inconceivable situation. And seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. I wanted to get into his brain and into his, say, what type of repentance are you repenting? You sin seven times. You are coming to me asking forgiveness, saying, I repent. I don't see any proof. It's none of my business. God will deal with him. My business is what? Forgive him. Because I was forgiven my infinite sin. And so the apostle. The apostle said. The entire body of the apostle said. This is utter impossibility. Increase our faith. And he does increase our faith. The Bible says grow in grace and grow in faith faith comes by hearing keep reading the bible and see how God loved us and you will have increased faith yes. forgive your wife forgive your children forgive your husband forgive your brother And I said this morning, can you imagine your wife committed adultery, came and said, I repent, you forgive. And seven times in one day she comes and says, I sinned, forgive me. And I am duty bound to do so. I don't have to be her judge. God will take care of that. You want increased faith? there is a verse 2nd Corinthians 9 and verse 8 and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work including forgiving our sins and you need grace and I need grace vengeance is mine say the Lord I'll repay it not you increase our faith and he will increase it because I tell you we cannot do it unless God gives us grace and he does give us grace. Let's take a look at Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 and 13. Therefore as number one God's chosen people you look at it from all eternity he chose us It's a function of God's everlasting love. He chose us from all eternity. God's favor. God's grace. Holy people. We are holy people. God is holy. And I am the Lord who make you holy. We are holy people. And third. Dearly loved. And if you are a Greek scholar. You notice it is perfect, passive, participle, meaning beloved always we were beloved to him in eternity beloved now, beloved tomorrow we are beloved by God beloved when we sin Oh, isn't that it? I just said so. Beloved when we sin, he'll deal with our sin. He will not stop loving us. And we want to stop loving others who sinned and who came and asked forgiveness. But we don't want really forgive from the heart as the Lord has forgiven you. Yeah, I forgive you, but I don't want to see you again. I don't want to go to the church that you are going. Either you get out or I get out. That is silly. Chosen people, holy, dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Or put it differently, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. He doesn't say clothe yourself with arrogance and holier than thou attitude bear with each other means put up with each other that's what we do at home isn't that true we put up with our children our wife our husband is that true put up with them bear with them live with them without seeking perfection bear with each other and forgive notice the next word whatever big sin small sin whatever and you argue and say he did such terrible sin you don't understand pastor he did such a terrible sin but here the scripture says whatever yes or no friends whatever whatever grievances you may have against one another forgive that's a command how Ask. Ask the Lord to forgive you. In the same manner and in the same degree. I want to ask a question. It's in Ephesians. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. I want you to raise your hand if you have obeyed that. What is the command? Love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her I want you to raise your hand if you have obeyed that I don't see too many people we are striving to do it but we come short of it every day (laughs) and we need forgiveness but here forgive us the Lord forgive you same manner same degree Or Ephesians 4 verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other just as in Christ. That's the basis. The cross. God forgave you just as. Think about sir. No superficial silly forgiveness. Just as the Lord forgave you you are reading Isaiah speaks about forgiveness let me read from Romans 4, 7 and 8 blessed are they whose transgressions are forgiven whose sins are covered, blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him Second Corinthians 519 tells us God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And verse 21 will tell you, because he counted all our sins against another, our substitute, Jesus Christ, he who knew no sin became sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. Isaiah 38 verse 17. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. Never looks at it again. Isaiah 43 verse 25. I even I am he who blots out your transgressions. For my own sake. And what? Remembers your sin no more. You know God has given a grace. That I forgive and I forget. It's a grace. Once you forgive that's the end of it. I don't think about it. It's gone from my mind. Jeremiah 50 verse 20. In those days at that time declares the Lord. Search will be made for Israel's guilt. But there will be none. And for sins of Judah but none will be found. For I will forgive the remnant I spare. And we are the remnant God has spared. He didn't spare his own son but he spared us. Matthew 18.35 this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother how? from the heart not externally by the lips but internally you are raging and you are angry from the heart thank God he forgave our sins from the heart but it is also a threat that verse 35 Matthew 18 he if you will not he will deal with you so severely, sir. Not forgiving sins of others when they ask forgiveness. It's a very serious, high crime against Almighty God. Because we are treating his forgiveness of us as nothing. In Matthew five, twenty-three and 24. Here is the responsibility of the offending party. He comes to church for worship with a gift. There, remember. Because the Holy Ghost comes upon you. As you are outside the church. And as you come in. The Holy Spirit reminds you. That you and your wife. Are not getting along. Or your brother. Or anybody else. You cannot worship. The Holy Spirit helps you. So that you come to remember it and then leave the gift there, go and take care of your problem and come and worship, and your gift will be received and you will be blessed for your worship. 1 Corinthians 11 says, I believe, you come together for the worse. That was true in the Old Testament. There was a lot of external worship, a lot of bulls were killed and blood shed, but it didn't do any good. God didn't accept the worship leave your gift there in front of the altar first to go not first to worship first go be reconciled reconciled means I forgive you but I don't want to see you again that's not reconciliation either you are going to be in the church or I'm going to get out of the church I don't want to see your face Again, because you did that to me. No, be reconciled to your what, sir? Brother, brother for whom Christ died. And you don't like the brothers and sisters God bring to the church. You better like the brothers and sisters God brings to his church. And then come and offer your gift. God will. In other words, God reminds you so that you can dispose of sin, so you can come and worship God in spirit and in truth, that you'll be blessed as a result of worship. In the Lord's Prayer, it says, Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven that's what worship is you come to God and ask to forgive you but you better forgive others before you pray otherwise God will not forgive you and you don't like it you don't want to obey that look at 1 Corinthians 11 verse 30 that is why many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep God knows how to deal with you and you pretend you feel good and man you feel good. Well I told him, Off and we feel good. Not too long, sir. God is going to take care of you. For this reason, because of sin. Many among you are weak, sick, and number fall asleep. In Matthew eighteen, fifteen through seventeen. This is speaking about the offended party's responsibility. The offending party, now the offended party, because God demands that we worship him in spirit and in truth with a clean heart and a good conscience. Otherwise, it is false worship, if your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault. Just between the two of you, if he listens to you, means if he repents. You have won your what, sir? Brother. And I, I noticed this, Well, I don't like him. So, pastor, either I stay or he stays. What type of an attitude is that? You are sinning against almighty God. And it is not going to be good for you. In the long run. See you are the offended party. But you are praying oh God. I am going to go to this brother. And uh, please go with me. Give him repentance so I can win my brother. Now if he doesn't. To repent and he comes to church. And he uh, refuses to listen to listen to the church. Then he is put out. Then you don't have to fellowship with it. But until then, you are praying that he will repent and he will turn, so you can have once again fellowship with your brother, for yes. whom Christ died. You don't like that. You don't you don't want Christ to die for anybody else. In <laughs> Ephesians four verse three, strive, make every effort. To keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Friends, this is a family. Now you have family and kids do some crazy thing. You forgive very easily, isn't it? You don't kick him out. How come? Then why not you practice the same in the family of God, which is more permanent than the other make every effort, maximum effort to win that brother, to forgive that brother. maximum effort to repent of my sin if you do not forgive, you are the brother of Lamech, in chapter 4 of Genesis verse 24 if Cain is avenged seven times I tell you Lamech 77 times Lamech is the wicked man he demands the other be punished limitlessly and be destroyed but that's not Christianity so in Matthew 18 St. Peter, I believe, asked this question, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? And he breathed hard and found all the strength within him. Seven times? I suppose in the entire life, not in a day or a month or a year, the entire life. What do you say, sir? Seven times? Jesus did I tell you not seven times but 77 times meaning without limit and you like that isn't it when you sin against God you like limitless forgiveness why don't you like it in terms of your brother don't ever put a limit we all are sinners we go astray we sin every day that's not some kind of a way of speaking it is the truth I just proved it to you love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her and we haven't done that yet friends when you say I forgive him but I don't want to see him again You don't understand what God has done for you. Romans 5 verse 10. For if when we were God's enemies. Enemies. We were reconciled to him. Through the death of his son. We were far. God brought us near. Into his very presence. The prodigal son went away, and he wasted his money. He lived a wretched life. The father was waiting. He cannot see much, and he's pretty weak, but he's out there watching. And here comes a man, emaciated, somewhat naked, unwashed, disheveled. But God saved him, and he's coming back and he is saying I have a request I haven't eaten for many days would you please hire me I say hired hand you go home and read he didn't say yeah go and ask for some food but don't see me again I don't want to see you but you can go over there and they'll give you some food He went, he ran, we are told. He ran. And he hugged. And he kissed. And he embraced. That's forgiveness, sir. No, you are not going to be a hired servant in my house. You are my son, and you'll be my son. New clothes, new shoes, new ring. And we must celebrate this. My son was dead but he's alive how come we keep our brother at a distance well you know you did that to me I don't know now who you are I forgive you but keep away from me. if you don't keep away then I'm going to get out I don't want to see your f- ugly face and he says he forgives he forgave I have forgiven you no you haven't sir in truth you haven't forgiven him because if you have forgiven him, you will embrace him. Because he is your brother, for whom Christ died. Thank God for this verse. First John 1 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and God is just. To forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So friends by way of summary. We submit to triune God. Who forgave all our sins. And who revealed his will in a book. Which is infallible, inner and we submit to that book. You don't stand on it. You don't spit on it. We study it to do the will of God. So the basis of our forgiveness is God-given propitiation in Jesus Christ. You cannot look at the cross which is the symbol of Christianity and insist that you don't want to forgive. And I say, if you don't forgive from the heart as God forgive you, you are not a Christian. That's it, sir. You are not a Christian. God forgave our infinite sin and forgives today and will forgive tomorrow. God commands us to forgive. He is Lord. You said he is Lord. And he commands us to forgive not to forgive is a sin against God's command and you think you'll get away with that no way forgive us God ask God forgive us in Christ remembers no more hallelujah forgive and forget people come and tell me he said forgiving is okay but he says forgetting well you 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 see, you remember that which you are thinking about. <laughs> Isn't that true? You see, you've, you fail to forget because you are thinking about it. Forgive without limit. Understand we all are sinners with the clay feet. Nobody stands above anybody. We all stand on the same level called sinners. Forgive from the heart. Be reconciled. To your brother. Hug him. Let him know you have truly forgiven. him. That's what hug is all about. Forgive whatever sin. Psalm 103, verse 3 says, Who forgives all your sins? Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven. And if we are blessed, then let's bless others by forgiving their sins. And if you don't, there is judgment for this reason. Many of you are weak and sick and many fall asleep. If you don't forgive, you are giving place to the devil. Second Corinthians 2 and Ephesians 4. You are giving him a base of operation to wage war within you against you and against God. Not to forgive is a serious thing. It affects your own health. Bear with one another. I don't expect perfection. Why is that, sir? I'm not perfect. It's a pretty good reason. Yeah, people do go astray. But pray for them that they may be restored. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself or you also may be tempted. All of us, watch yourselves. James chapter 5 verse 19 and 20. My brothers, if one of you should wander from the truth. And someone should bring him back. Remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save him from death and cover over a multitude of sins yeah he did this he did that you say by grace I stand so I'm going to pray for him and I'm going to see him I'm going to rebuke him because he's my brother and I prayed for him so he will repent because I want to have fellowship with him no more this hands off little forgiveness it's a sin May God help us to forgive because we have been forgiven.